This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm an emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about saltwater poisoning and the danger to dogs. We'll be right back after these messages. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're talking about saltwater poisoning, and you're probably wondering, how is salt dangerous to my dog? Well, just recently, unfortunately, a dog died at a Florida beach in Tampa, and it was secondary to saltwater poisoning. So I wanted to be able to talk about this important topic. Now, if you have a dog that goes to the beach all the time, your dog is probably used to it, and so it's not as much of a danger. My little tip is please always bring a gulpy or a bottle of water for your dog so your dog always has fresh water available. We never want your dog to drink salt water. Most of the time, it's not going to be a big deal. You'll notice if your dog is swimming or they're drinking a little bit of salt water, they might actually vomit. And that's because salt is what we call an emetic agent. In other words, it used to be used in veterinary medicine for veterinarians to be able to induce vomiting. However, in the field of poison control, we no longer recommend the use of salt as an emetic agent because it's too dangerous. For you dog owners, especially you Labrador Retriever owners, if your dog eats something poisonous, you never want to induce vomiting without talking to your veterinarian, your emergency veterinarian, or the ASPC Animal Poison Control Center first, because sometimes it's wrong to induce vomiting. Now, if you look on the internet, there are some sources that say you can use salt to induce vomiting, and I'm going to talk about why we don't do that. First of all, the reason why we don't do it is because it can cause hypernatremia. What that is, is basically a fancy way of saying there is too much sodium in your dog's body. And unfortunately, that's what resulted in saltwater poisoning in this dog that died recently in Tampa. That's why we no longer as veterinary professionals use salt as an emetic agent. In dogs, we typically only use hydrogen peroxide as an emetic agent. But again, don't do it without talking to your veterinarian, your emergency vet, or the ASPCA first. Unfortunately, this dog that was swimming in the water ended up ingesting a lot of salt water. And within one to two days, this dog started showing signs of salt poisoning. 
So what are some of the signs we can see with salt poisoning? Unfortunately, it can affect multiple organs. The biggest first sign that you're going to see are vomiting or diarrhea. And again, this is common 90% of the time in dogs that drink a little bit of salt water. They usually vomit and then after that, they're fine. However, if you notice any neurologic signs, in other words, your dog starts becoming lethargic, they're lying or sleeping around a lot, they start tremoring, you notice muscle twitching, they seem really uptunded, which means comatose, please get to a veterinarian right away. This is really important, even if it's in the middle of the night, because unfortunately, salt poisoning can progress to seizures. And like you saw in this dog that unfortunately passed away in Tampa, it can be fatal. So why is salt dangerous to dogs? Well, again, it's a direct irritant to the stomach causing the vomiting. Unfortunately, salt poisoning can also result in neurologic signs. And this is due to rapid fluid or water shifts into the brain and spinal cord. And this is going to cause abnormal fluid formation within the cell. It's going to cause the cells to shrink. It's going to cause too much osmolality within the brain and actually results in secondary bleeding into the brain. So again, the biggest clinical signs that we see with salt poisoning are going to include vomiting, diarrhea, lethargy, walking drunk, sleeping a lot. It can progress to tremors, seizures, or even coma. Now, if you notice any of these clinical signs, you want to get to a vet right away. It's a super easy blood test that every veterinarian can do. And what we're going to do is we're going to basically measure the salt balance or electrolytes in your dog. There's nothing, unfortunately, you can do at home if you notice that your dog is starting to develop clinical signs. Please get to your ER vet right away. Now, some of the tests that we're going to do once your dog gets to the clinic includes a complete blood count to make sure that the red blood cell count is normal, to see how dehydrated your dog is. We're going to do an electrolyte panel, which looks at the sodium, chloride, and potassium. And we're going to do a chemistry panel. And this is going to look at kidney function, blood sugar, electrolytes, protein. Sometimes we'll also do a urine sample. And this is really important to see how well your dog's kidneys are working and how concentrated that urine is. What we're going to worry about is if your dog's sodium level is greater than 160 milliequivalents per liter. Now, normal is approximately 140 to 155. So as soon as we see that that number is approaching greater than 160, your dog needs to be hospitalized. How are we going to treat salt poisoning? Well, salt poisoning requires really, really careful intravenous fluid therapy. And most of the time, veterinarians use what we call crystalloids, which are balanced IV fluids. These come under the names lactated ringer solution, plasma light, 0.9% saline. And you have to be really careful when you're treating a dog with salt poisoning because it's really complicated when it comes to dropping or fixing that sodium level in your dog. I always recommend calling the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center because when you create a case with them, it actually includes free follow-up with your veterinarian. So your veterinarian can call for life-saving advice. The reason why this is important is because when we are treating acute hypernatremia, we want to treat this really carefully with unique special types of IV fluids that we rarely ever use. This is going to include a fluid called D5W or dextrose, 5% dextrose in water. 
water. Most of the time, we veterinarians never use this type of IV fluids, but with acute salt poisoning, we want to make sure to drop that sodium really quickly. We'll continue with this really important topic right after these messages from our sponsors. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Lickochops, get the third bottle free. New improved Lickochops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Lickochops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet. We're talking about salt poisoning based on a dog unfortunately passing away in Florida after ingesting a lot of salt water. Now, when it comes to salt poisoning, again, it's relatively rare, but sometimes as an emergency critical care veterinary specialist, I do see salt poisoning. It's from dogs that are playing in the ocean, or it's from unique types of salt poisoning ingestion. That includes if a dog eats a whole bunch of table salt, Now, you're probably thinking most dogs don't eat table salt, but there are a few things at home that actually have table salt in it. And this is going to include things like homemade Play-Doh. For parents who want to make Play-Doh, they usually use flour, salt, and some food coloring. And this is also used for homemade holiday ornament dough. If your dog gets into a lot of sidewalk salt during the winter or rock salt, or if you gave your dog table salt because you think your dog was poisoned, these can all result in hypernatremia. Again, salt poisoning is totally treatable, but unfortunately, once the signs become really severe, the prognosis is poor. So how do we avoid it? The ways that we're going to avoid salt poisoning include keeping things like homemade Play-Doh, homemade ornament dough out of reach, The next important thing is if you're taking your dog to the ocean, especially if they've never been there or they infrequently go to the ocean, making sure that while they're playing, you always provide fresh water in either a water bowl or a gulpy or some type of bottle. The third important thing is to make sure you're monitoring your dog for any signs of salt poisoning. So again, if your dog vomits once or twice after playing in the ocean, that's no big deal. But as we talked about previously, if they start showing more severe signs, they don't stop vomiting. They start developing diarrhea. They start developing neurologic signs like that lethargy, walking drunk, tremoring, or seizuring. Please get to the ER vet right away. Like we discussed before, there are simple blood tests we can do to see if your dog's sodium levels greater than 155 to 160 milliequivalents per liter. And when we do see that, the treatment is going to be rapid dropping of that salt level. Most of the time when I'm working in the ER vet, I treat these dogs by putting an IV catheter in, giving them a strong anti-vomiting medication, checking their electrolytes at least three to four times a day, and then treating them with a unique type of IV fluids, what we call D5W or 5% dextrose in water. Now, 
D5W doesn't have any salt in it. So we're going to drop that sodium really quickly. And again, this is really important because we want to make sure to lower that sodium level appropriately so we don't see any abnormal fluid shifts or abnormal brain swelling, otherwise called cerebral edema, in your dog. Thankfully, the prognosis with mild hypernatremia can be excellent. However, unfortunately, in this case, this dog ended up dying from it. And so while it's really rare, I want you guys to be aware of the dangers of salt poisoning. So again, if your dog likes to play in the water, in the salt water, please make sure they have access to fresh water. The other important thing is please make sure to monitor your dog really carefully for the first few hours after they play in the ocean and for at least 24 hours because you want to make sure they don't show any of those signs of walking drunk, being disoriented, or being lethargic. Again, it's really rare that this can happen, but dogs with certain underlying medical problems where they have abnormal fluid balance like diabetes, kidney disease, diabetes insipidus, all of these problems can actually worsen salt poisoning. When in doubt, please be aware, you never wanna give table salt to your dog to induce vomiting. If you're bringing them to the ocean, remember the majority of dogs are gonna be totally fine, but make sure to provide that fresh water. The third thing, keep that homemade Play-Doh or that homemade Christmas ornament or holiday ornament out of reach of your dog, because yes, sometimes your dog will drink that. And keep in mind, if your dog shows any clinical signs at all, more than one or two episodes of vomiting, you want to get to your veterinarian or ER vet right away. Ultimately, our goal is to keep your dog safe. And our goal of treatment in the ER vet is to lower that sodium level really quickly. With sodium levels, when the sodium level increases acutely, we can drop that sodium level acutely. That's really, really different from chronic changes in salt balance, where we have to be more delicate and more careful about changing those sodium levels. Keep in mind, when in doubt, you always want to check with your veterinarian, your ER vet, or the ASPCA if you think your dog was exposed to salt. A little bit of salt is not a big deal, but again, this is one of the reasons why we never use table salt to induce vomiting in your dog. There's no antidote for salt poisoning. It's really just careful IV fluid therapy. Some other treatment your dog may need in the hospital may include anti-seizure medication or muscle relaxants. Very rarely, it may include the use of diuretics to change the sodium balance in your dog or change the electrolytes. Most of the time, again, it's going to be that fluid therapy with the D5W or that 5% dextrose. And most dogs need to be hospitalized in a 24-7 veterinary clinic for at least one to three days to make sure your dog doesn't develop any fluid in the brain or fluid in the lung. When in doubt, keep your dog safe. I still want you to be able to take your dog to the ocean, but please make sure to have access to water at all times. Make sure your dog isn't getting into any poisonous substances that contain salt, like homemade Play-Doh, table salt, or those cold weather de-icing salts. Remember, we never use salt to induce vomiting in dogs. And keep your dog safe in the ocean. The safest way, keep them on a leash and make sure they have a water bottle to drink out of. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at drjustinelee, or email me any of your pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on petliferadio.com. <laughs>